You have banished me from the land and from your presence. You have made me a homeless wanderer. Anyone who finds me will kill me. The Lord replied, No, for I will give a sevenfold punishment to anyone who kills you. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain to warn anyone who might try to kill him. Cain, that is one man that didn't feel condemned. You know us? Oh, just take something that is not yours. Or let somebody give you a bowl of food and you haven't returned their bowl. You're not going to sleep. Every time you're like, I got to return this bowl. Yes, yes. He killed a whole person and he didn't think that he deserved death. No. Nope. This speaks to the nature of God. If you truly know the nature of God, you can go to him no matter what you've done. Yes. Mm. In that verse where he says that oh, you've driven me from your presence, he was really complaining. Like, I've lost all these privileges. Now you're going to make me just go everywhere. Somebody will kill me. Don't you think it's too much for this one thing that I did? <laughs> Are you not even going to miss your brother? After doing it, you'll feel bad. Oh, my God. I'm never going to have my brother with me again. Never going to smell his hair. I'm not going to yell at him. I'm not going to fight with him. I'm not going to eat right. with him. This really speaks to the nature of God. And I want to encourage us, whatever we've yeah. been through, whatever we've done, Talk to God. Don't let any other voice speak in your ear. Because God, God is really, really merciful. Micah 7, it says that he has compassion on us. He will trample our sins under his feet and throw them into the depths of the ocean. Good. Amen. Yes. As far as the east is from the west, from the west. so far mm. has he removed our transgressions from us. Mm. So read the next verse, please. Exodus 12, 13, again, is still the New Living Translation. But the blood on your doorpost will serve as a sign, marking the houses where you are staying. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. This plague of death will not touch you when I strike the land of Egypt. Amen. This is about God's mark to protect his own from the spirit of death. The Lord told the Israelites to get a lamp and put that blood on the lintels of the doorpost. And that was a picture of Jesus and his blood that covers us from the penalty of death. Because scripture says that the soul that sins will die. That is a law in the spirit realm. Just like there's free will, there are laws that are established. And so when a soul sins, the enemy will come and say, this is mine. The spirit realm, everybody understands, God knows that that soul that sins belongs to the devil. And the devil knows and he comes to claim his rights. The spirit of death will come after the sinner. But when they have the mark of the blood of Jesus on them, then the spirit of death will not come to them. The soul that sins shall die except the blood of Jesus has marked you for deliverance, then you will not die. Just like when God marked Cain, the spirit of death could not come through anybody and kill him. No matter what he had done, once he had the seal of God upon his life, then death will not come around him. It's like having a potion on something that prevents ants from coming near. Maybe you have like a nice fudge cake on top of your slab. You've marked something around that fudge cake that ants cannot come to it. That's how you look in the spirit realm. There's a mark on you. 
That when death is coming around, it's like, oh, I'm picking this one, I'm picking that one. It's like, oh, that one is marked. Ooh, and it goes away. Amen. My imaginations go wild, but you just imagine that death with and it comes and it circles and it sees that mark and whoop, it goes away. Touch this. Can't touch this. <laughs> Go on. I still don't understand it, though. I mean, because if he killed his brother and then God put a mark on him so that death would not take him. Yeah. But he committed sin. He did commit sin, but he negotiated with God. Oh, the negotiation. Yeah. Okay, that's it. That's it. That's the key. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's the first time anyone was ever killed. I think what I see from all this is just God being God. Because it tells us that his compassions do not fail. Even though Ben did a terrible thing, I think his compassion goes ahead of him more than anything else. He's not out here to judge us, right? Unless people want to take the side of the enemy. Hmm. But for the most part, he's going to show mercy. Amen. And that's just God being God. Amen. It's good. That's powerful. It says everything I said, that this whole thing just Uh reveals the nature of God. Uh You know, so what I want to really pull out here is no matter the condemnation, go to God. This is the nature of God. Yes, he is compassionate. Yes, he is merciful. And these are names that if you remember when Moses encountered God at the mountain, when God was showing him his faces, He was saying things like, the Lord all compassionate, the Lord Mm -hmm. all merciful, forgiving the the sins from the third to the fourth generation. There's all these attributes of God Mm -hmm. that he was seeing beyond just seeing his face. He was encountering Mm -hmm. the nature of God. And I want you to know that the people of old always capitalized on that knowledge of God's nature. If you remember when David had sinned against God by counting the Israelites, which he was not supposed to do, God was like, I'm going to release you into the hands of your enemies or I'm just going to punish you myself. He said, no, 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 God, I'd rather you punish me. Don't don't release me into the hands of the (laughs) humans. I'd rather fall into your hands. You punish me. Yes. Um, I was just going to say that I see too when i thinking of this story and a lesson behind it, I'm thinking of the, the mercy, not only that God has for us, but the mercy that we're supposed to give to other people. Yes. That's right. That's right. That's powerful to other people, right? Like we get upset and say, oh, they lied about me or they, oh, I don't want to talk to them. And I'm thinking, oh, they didn't even commit murder and look how we're acting, right? Yeah. I mean, so we have to remember God's mercy and we want to walk more like Christ each day. So we've got to remember to be merciful to others because he's given mercy to us. Yeah. And I think even in this world, we've seen a display of that mercy you're speaking about, Regina, 
where I think it was uh -huh. a police officer killed somebody's brother or sister or so. Yes. And in the court, yes. he was like, can I, I, can I give her a hug? Can I hug you? Oh, yeah. my goodness. I was crying. Oh. It was so powerful. So, so powerful. But well, mm. all of us like, kill, kill. Mm. Dead for yes. death. Yeah. Blood for yeah. blood. Yeah. So... Yeah, I thank no. God for those things that we've seen where God has right. used people so powerfully to show us that there's mercy too. Yeah. So the reason we're doing this study is to see how powerful it is to have God's mark on your life. Mm -hmm. The enemy would have gotten rid of you a long time ago. But there's a mm. mark of God on your life. Mm. As long as you're not in agreement with the spirit of death, you will not die. So in Exodus, it was instituted with the blood of the lamb on the door. How can an angel of death go through an entire nation and once he sees blood on the lintels of any family, he just passes and goes. And then when there's no blood there, he enters and kills. This is not a story. This is the enemy having access to kill because there's no mark on the person. He can enter into your bloodline because your family is not marked. And talking there are others possession? that are marked. I'm talking about the spirit of death in this case. How God oh. covers you. How God marks you. You go through some things and you come out of it because there's a mark on your life that prevents mm -hmm. the spirit of death, death angel, from taking you. Mm -hmm. You know what, you know, Nadia, by you saying that, it, it shows me the revelation is that our enemy, Satan, knows that we have a mark on us. He sees that mark. He knows that. Very well. Yeah. And that's why we're talking about this now, that there are certain things you have been through that you wouldn't have made it. But because of that mark, the spirit of death could not take over you. Amen. The wages of sin is death. Yes. Death. The gift of God is life in Christ Jesus. So even in that day, and remember, we're talking about Exodus here. And it was on the door, right? Who is the door? Jesus. Jesus. That's why the Jewish people are very big on putting like scriptures on their doors. It's like a symbol of them being marked. And this is huge. This Passover is very huge for them because you wake up the next morning and even Pharaoh's First son, the one who is supposed to be heir, is dead. And mm. your own first sons did die. I mean, the reality of your protection is right before you. That the enemy came around, but he passed by. Mm -hmm. And that's how when Cain was walking, even with all the evil he had done, when he was walking and somebody saw him, and the spirit of death would be like, who? Who is this one that has no place to settle? It, it looks like an easy uh, meat for me to consume. And then they see the mark and they run away. The whole thinking that, oh, I've got somebody to kill goes away. Because who knows the kind of people those ones were? Because all we knew were Adam and Eve and then Abel and Cain. So we don't know the other ones. Okay, don't ask me any question on the other ones. Let's move on. <laughs> 